Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School coaching series. This is now part two. We all need a coach. So listen to this great replay from an episode not that long ago. Here you go. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact they were meant to make. In this episode, we all need a coach. Let me share a funny story that just happened with my coach for my commercial cleaning business, Mr. Josh Melton. So let him tell this funny story. All right, so we have an arrangement, Josh and I, where I can ask questions through Marco Polo. We do coaching calls on Mondays, and he's just made himself accessible. And he'll also just send me cool little tidbits and stories of him doing inspections or him going into some buildings. And I'm just learning from him. He's such a great teacher. I'm so thankful for him. He shared this one. I think it was late at night. And it's a real story. It's a real inspection tip he got. Because one of his people missed a trash can. They didn't empty it. But I want Josh to tell you his take because it's hilarious. I listened to this. It was probably 11 o'clock at night while I was cleaning an office. And I lost it. I think it's hilarious. But I want you to put yourself in a multiple streams of income mindset. People that think, I need to expand and have five, six, seven sources of income. Because the average millionaire has seven streams. So think in terms of diversifying your income when you hear this. Okay, here you go. Brother, here is a lesson you got to teach your folks. I'm in, in here doing a quality control inspection today, and there's a type of person that you've got to teach your team members about, and that person is the person with two trash cans. So, hey, team member got the trash can for this individual right here, right? They did get their trash can, but unfortunately, this trash can glutton has more than one trash can so just because you get a trash can and empty it doesn't mean that you've emptied all the trash because of the greedy two trash can holders that got to diversify their trash into multiple cans so anyway uh, that's a good tip for the newbies and uh, the second thing that's very rare by the way but eh, it happens Have you ever cleaned an office and found the trash can glutton? That was so funny, Josh. Diversify your trash into multiple cans. I heard that and it was hilarious at 11 o'clock at night. Maybe you didn't laugh, but just imagine if you've ever cleaned an office and you ran into that trash can glutton. Okay, let's get to the episode. We all need a coach. My wife and I were enjoying breakfast at Positively 4th Street Cafe in Ocean City, New Jersey. The link is in the show notes. Go there. It's amazing. Especially the lattes. (laughs) I like the mocha mint. Oh my, they are good. Anyway, during our connecting time, we were searching for ways to improve our business and effectiveness as parents. I asked this question. Teresa, how can we become 10 talent people in each area of our life? This is a reference to a story that Jesus teaches in the book of Matthew. I'm going to read the story. So whether you're a Christian or not, it's a great story, and I want to extrapolate 
a lesson from it. So here we go, Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30 in the book of Matthew. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you have delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given." And he will have abundance. But from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Whew, that's some pretty heavy stuff. Obviously, my wife and I are Christians. So this scripture has significant meaning to us. Especially the part where it says, And give it to him who has ten talents. Right, Because the one that had five invested was wise, was shrewd, was mentally able to go and create five more before his master returned. And he not only got the five that he invested, he got the one from the one that didn't invest. He ended up with 11. So he was an 11 talent person, not even a 10. But we're going to call this the 10 talent. You get the point. So when I asked this question to my wife, how do we become 10 talent people? It was our desire to be those five talent servants who invested They're five to make 10. We want to make 10 talents in every area of our life, parenting, in our relationship with our Lord, in our business, in our finances, in our friendships and other relationships. We want to be 10 talent people everywhere in our life. From this question, multiple breakthroughs occurred over breakfast and on our walk on the boardwalk, which was a lot of fun. I'd like to share one of these breakthroughs with you. I believe it'll help you a ton. It totally helped Teresa and I. 
I did an episode called The Four Windows. I highly recommend you go back and listen to that. And in that episode, I painted the image of a window with the cross lattices that makes four individual panes of glass in each window. We're just going to call each of these panes a window, essentially. So four windows in one. So just bear with me here. So there's the upper left, the upper right, the bottom left, the bottom right. So four quadrants, so we're going to call them windows. They each represent something. The first window. These are the things that you know about you and others know about you. It represents basic knowledge and being content. The second window. These are things that you know about you that others don't know about you. It represents personal growth and self-awareness. The third window. These are the things that you don't know about you that others do know about you. It represents mentorship, coaching, and high personal achievement. The fourth window, these are the things that you don't know about you, others don't know about you, and only God knows about you. It represents your potential. Most people are in the first window only. They know what they know and don't want to grow. If I were to take a guess, I'd say two-thirds of our population falls here. I also know this, 83% of people don't set goals. Most of these non-goal setters fall into the first window, and some maybe into the second window. I would personally guess that 25% of people fall into the second window. They do want to get better. They are growth-minded. They know their weaknesses and the areas needed to improve in their life. They seek out questions and get answers to these questions through general and specific sources. Do you know there's a difference, by the way? Specific sources depend on your specific scenario and only people that know your specific scenario can give you specific advice how about this the general advice is general from podcasts and books people don't know your specific scenario but it's good general advice big difference right get that good boom let's move on the second window person only seeks to change those things that they know they need to change whether they implement them or not is a different story They never ask any other questions outside of the ones they don't already know they need answers to. Okay, did you hear that? I'm going to repeat that. They never ask any other questions outside of the ones they don't already know they need answers to. Less than 5% of all society are third window people. They are the super achievers. Why? They always have second window questions, but they allow mentors and coaches they trust to dig. You see, these coaches see third window blind spots of those they are mentoring or coaching. Many times a coach will hear the questions from the second window. They may answer them or they may dig and find other questions that were never asked at all. Then they give answers to those questions. And answers from the third window are always better than the answers from the second. Why? Second window only answers the questions they knew they had. Third window questions and answers forces the person to stretch to a new level to be able to answer them. This is a process of growing at a massive scale. See, you can personally grow in the second window asking questions that you know you need answers to and you can find those answers specific and general and you can grow and you'll grow at a nice pace 
but when you have people that are in your life that you trust, mentors, coaches, they see things you don't see in the third window. They know that there are things you don't see that are holding you back. They convert your questions or they dig for those third window questions for you. It cuts, it hurts, it's painful, you don't want them, but they're the questions you needed to hear and ask yourself because they are the great revelations that help you to make massive leaps forward. Do you know that the most successful people in every arena of life have coaches and mentors? There's a reason for that. These super high achievers realize they need to operate in windows three and four. Now window four, I'm not digging too much into, but this would be the person of faith that really is believing that the Lord will show them things that they don't even see about themselves and no one else does, and they are in relationship. In other words, they take coaching and mentorship from God directly. If that sounds foo-foo to you, it's okay. I understand that relationship as a Christian, so ask me about it. If you have questions, email me. That's fine, Ken at smartcleaningschool.com. But this is an area that I definitely spend a lot of time in, in window number three and four. So now let's go back to the 10-talent person. The one-talent servant was a first-window person who only knew what he knew, right? He knew what he knew about his master. He didn't know how to invest. He was afraid, and ultimately, he did the safe move, and he didn't try to stretch or grow. His master didn't like that. He lost his talent, and he was an unprofitable servant. The two-talent servant was a second-window person. He knew he needed to grow and figured out how to create two more talents. That's really good. He found his questions. He got two more and great job. But the five talent servant was a third and fourth window servant who probably had a mentor making him better and he had total trust in God. I asked Teresa this question. What if the two talent servant had a mentor? He could become a five-talent servant, and ultimately a ten-talent person. Teresa and I both realized that we both need a coach and or a mentor in every area of our lives so that we can become ten-talent people. This is why I hired Coach Josh for my cleaning business. This is why I joined the Total Life Freedom Mastermind community This is why I have selected mentors and coaches in my life spiritually to help me as a better parent, as a better husband. I put people in place that I trust that can ask me third window questions. And sometimes I get fourth window questions. Oh, and those are the really fun ones. So here's the takeaway that I have for you. We only have one shot in this life. Don't limit yourself to what you already know. That was a tough one, right? Some of you are probably a little bit cut just from hearing this. So let me just say this. Would you like to discuss any potential blind spots that you may have? Maybe you don't have a coach or a mentor. You'd like to run this by me. I'd be glad to jump on a free phone call with you. You can book that through my website. The link is in the show notes. And be sure to check out the other free and paid resources available at the Smart Cleaning School. With that, have an incredible day. And I encourage you, go get yourself a coach. Start asking those third window questions because it's going to be massive upgrades in your life for your family, for your community, for your business. 
all the above. Have I convinced you yet that you need a coach? I need a coach. Everyone needs a coach. There are four windows. You can't escape them. You can ignore them if you don't want to be coachable. But <laughs> let's be honest, we all need a coach, right? That was the point. Well, that wraps up the second part of the coaching series. Part three is coming to you next week. Are you truly coachable? And once again, once you complete the series, there will be no doubt that you face a choice. Are you going to hire a coach and do what they teach or not? If you choose to be coachable, again, check this out. You can optimize your solo cleaning business to earn six figures without the drama of employees. No employees, six figures. That's awesome. It's an optimized solo business. If you don't want to work that much, you can also work part-time for a full-time income, which is pretty sweet. Again, no employees. Get access to this game-changing training for only $97 a month or $997 per year in the Solo Elite Membership at smartcleaningschool.com forward slash elite. Members get access to the full ISO model course to optimize your solo cleaning business, live Q&A community membership calls, access to the Solo Elite community, bonus podcast content, access to private coaching, and more. You can also sample the membership with the Backstage Pass, which is found at smartcleaningschool.com. Have an amazing week and get ready for part three. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.